Hey, what's up and welcome back to another episode of your So Random Tosh podcast. Well, I hope all is well with everyone. Um, Happy April. (laughs) Lord, we're just making it work, right? We're trying our best every day to stay positive. You know, this world is so crazy. Um, But we can shed some light today. Um... Go Sixers, you know, there is playoff time, everybody, and, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm excited. So, the 76ers are, are up against the Brooklyn Nets. So, the playoffs have begun. Today was the first game. The Sixers didn't win. So, they have about, you know, a couple more games, and hopefully they can stay on this winning streak so they can move to the next round of the playoff. That's the most important part, like, you know, the Sixers is my favorite team, and I'm always rooting for them, but I, sometimes we just, you know, we want to get past this first round, okay? We want to get past the second round. We want to go all the way, babes, okay? And I think we can do this. So we're going to keep positivity out there in the air. I'm proud of the guys. I'm proud of the whole team. Um, just keep going. Go Sixers. Now, uh, everybody, you know, I've been okay. I just kind of been in my zone and, you know, just doing me, you know. But I decided I wanted to come on here because I caught up on a few couple of things (laughs) in my absence of not recording. So uh, we're going to talk about Love is Blonde. Of course, we have to dig into that. You know, also, I'm going to talk about how um, my perception of dating, I don't know, is, is evolving <laughs> and, and I think has some manifestation in the positive light um, and where I'm at in this. Um, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to talk about that. Uh, so if you haven't been watching Love is Blind season four, I suggest maybe turn this this podcast off right now because I'm going to talk about some things. And if you haven't seen it because the season is coming to an end, um, they're about to go into the, you know, the they already said who married who, who didn't marry who, you know. So now they go, you know, to the couch to discuss the season with the cast on Sunday, I believe this Sunday, tomorrow. So let's just talk about it. Let's just talk, okay? So <laughs> let's first, all right, let's start off with the positive. Okay, so Tiffany and Brett, of course, they say yes to each other. Beautiful couple. Uh, it was a part where Brett got a little. And his feelings about his suit. And I understand this is a big day. But that was the first time I saw him really be like, no. You know, like, this is not the way it's supposed to go. To the point where he went to a teller. He only had an hour before the wedding. And he went to the teller to get it fixed. And I'm like, I hope I hope you come on, Brett. So everything worked out in that manner. But Brett and Tiffany... Everybody kind of knew that 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 was going to be a yes. 
But you know what? Love is blind. You never know. Because Tiffany was scaring me for a minute because she was just so in her head about, oh, my goodness, I don't know if I even want this wedding. And, you know, it's just she was so nervous. And that is a big step. You know, even when you know that this person could be the one for you, you know, y'all didn't have a lot of time and you, and it's just a lot of pressure. You know, even though you feel like you're making the right decision, it's still like a lot to handle. So at the end of the day, they both say yes. And congratulations to Tiffany and Brett. Now, who I was really shocked about who said yes. Um, well, I knew. Um, uh, man, what is. Oh my gosh, what is, uh, look, I got to get the the cast down. No, I know Kwame, but what is the young lady with Kwame? Let me, because I hate this. I hate that I can't always remember. And I want to talk about that, y'all. Like, I feel like my, my memory been fog, fog, very foggy lately, so... Let me pull it up because I want to be right. I don't want to just be calling people the wrong name. I want to be extremely right. Um, Let me see. Cavs, love. All right. I believe her name is Chelsea. I really do. But before I say that, I just want to make sure um, I say the right person name. (laughs) Sorry, guys. This is really... uh, why is it taking so long? Yeah, it's Chelsea. It's Chelsea. And, uh, I'm just like, okay, yeah. So I was really surprised about that part. I knew Chelsea was going to say yes, you know. But I wasn't sure about Kwame because Kwame is always up in the air to me. Um, but he actually said yes. Now, is this going to last? I don't know. I feel like I hope it lasts. But I feel like Chelsea is going to be <laughs> the real backbone of that relationship. The reason I said that is because she's going to go up alleyways and hoops to make it work till she probably can't. And um, Kwame knows that, you know? And I just hope that it be reciprocated, but I don't know. I really don't know. So, um, but yeah, he said yes, and that (laughs) was very shocking um, to me, but he did say yes, and I'm I'm like, okay. Now, Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. I feel so bad for Marshall. You know, 
Marshall is a nice guy. He's young, 26. So don't let this experience tarnish your future experience because I'm pretty sure it's a woman out here for you that's going to love you for who you are, not going to tell you you have to be more aggressive, going to appreciate you making pancakes from scratch because I wanted to jump through the uh, damn TV because I wanted those pancakes. But Jackie, who is young as well, she needs a lot of maturing. She she has to have a lot of maturing. She is very... Um, she needs some healing, <laughs> you know, and yeah, he did say she's a project, even though that wasn't what he wanted to say. But I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, because she needs this certain validation and she has to deal with whatever is going on with her because no man at this time, no matter who it is, is going to make Jackie feel good it has have to come from Jackie Jackie has to be secure within herself and the stuff she was doing was just like really ridiculous when he asked for his ring back because she said she didn't want to be with him matter of fact she met the guy that she was going to choose she ain't going to be with him and so at the end of the day it was just a hot mess. So if Marshall was asking, you say you don't want to be with Marshall, so why not give him the ring back? She said, no, I'm not giving it to you. What, what are you going to do, Jackie? You want to pawn the ring and get some money for it? Because I don't understand why are you not giving the ring back to him? I wanted to jump through that table, that TV and snatch the ring off her finger, really. Because that's, ladies, if you're not going to be with the man and y'all know it's over, give the ring back. At the end of the day, just give the ring back. I'm telling you, make your life so much easier. Give the ring back. Um, Jackie, <laughs> girl, girl, I, I, I don't know the things you've been through in your life, but obviously it's something within you that you wasn't really ready. He wasn't ready. It showed it. It showed it throughout the whole stages, the process, and everything. Um, so, yeah, not giving the rain back was corny. <laughs> it was really corny. That that, and, and I really think she should have did that. Marshall, you know, you'll you'll learn from this experience. And here's the thing. Men, I was talking to my friend and she did point out like some really accurate things because to me, the difference between men and women, men get caught up first physically a lot of times. Like even though this show is called Love is Blonde, once they see the physical, I, I think they kind of surpass that even though they met the person without seeing them, but men are very physical. Like they they are very attracted to the women that they're attracted to. So they go a lot of times by the physical experience more the, the the physical presenting more than a woman, I say. A woman could date somebody that they may not first say, oh, is attractive, but something about this person is like, oh man, you got me. You know, some women at times can look past 
even if that's not really her type, sometimes they can look past it because everything else is just great. You know, some women, I'm not saying all women, you know, and some men, but majority of men are really gun ho about the physical, like their attraction, you know, uh, they have to be somewhat like to make to want to be with somebody, you know, like they'll fuck anything, you know, at the end of the day, like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, they, they will sleep with a lot of different women, you know, but if they want to be with them, I think a lot of times it's based on, uh, a lot of physical attraction and, you know, they kind of overlook the other shit, you know, like a lot of time, and it's okay not I'm not saying settle for somebody that maybe you don't find a track, but I'm just saying, like, don't always be so quick to say, well, this is my, I am only want this specific type. Because the one that you're chasing and really, really wanting really may not be for you. And vice versa, women, you know, don't chase these men. <laughs> I mean, if you want to, it's fine, but... At the end of the day, like men and women, I don't I'm not an expert on relationships, but I just I just know like, I feel like the value of a relationship. Like some people will stick it out knowing that this is not it. You know? They're either there for the looks, the sex, or the money, or some other excuse. But Marsha, I just want to let you know, you have won a lot of women over, okay, watching this show. And I'm pretty sure your inboxes and DMs are full to capacity because a lot of women will appreciate the man that you are, you know. And this is just a learning experience and don't let this ruin your way of being. And I don't think it will, but at least you... Uh, you really kind of dodged the bullet, you know, not sticking that out with her, you know, you, it, it, it would have been bad. Okay. Now moving on, uh, next couple was, uh, who, who is it? Let me, Micah. <laughs> what comes around goes around, you know, I have a little soft spot for Micah, but I just remember how she was, her and Irina in that damn house, and how vindictive and conniving in some ways she was when the other young lady, Amber, came back crying about the whole situation with Paul, and, you know, it's it's like the way you get a man, not not trying to put it all on Micah, because Paul made that decision, but it's just was really <laughs> a little shade. But it's like at the end of the day, Paul, she wanted him to say first. Cause she knew he had a small inkling that he wasn't gonna say yes. He wasn't gonna say I do. And he didn't. And it's like he I think he truly did care for her, but he knew it wasn't the right time. And I feel like she should have she should have acknowledged that more because they both, she knows in the back of her mind that it's not the right time. Like they still could get to know each other 
But marriage, as far as marriage, because Micah's young too. She's like, what, 26? Paul's a little older. He's 29. You know, but to me, Micah need more experience and more uh, maturity to to me, you know. Um, and you could tell how she was very upset, you know, and, and she has, she has the right to be upset, but it's like, she even said it herself subliminally, you know, she said, oh, you know, I, I kind of knew he was going to say that because in the back of her mind, she was said that too, but she just wanted him to go first so she could get her, her answer too, you know, like it's just. She knew, you know, in the back of her mind that he was going to say no, and he did. And I think this is, I think that was a great decision. To me, watching it, I don't want to sound like her hating ass friend that doesn't want him to, her to be with anyone or him. I still wanted them to be together. I just didn't want them to be married yet. Her hater ass friend sitting in the only time, I'm, that's the way I, I think she wants her tell you the truth how she was going hard like that it's like do you got a thing for her or do you just don't want her to be with someone because I think her little hater friend is gonna be like that with every guy she gets with you know but I still wanted them to be together and still get to know each other not marriage but like work into that um but we shall see when they have the reunion. (laughs) I can't wait to see that. Moving on. um, To who's the last couple I wanted to talk about? It would be Bliss. Bliss and um, what was his name? (laughs) Y'all know I be trying to remember everybody's name. Because there's so many shows in my head right now that I'm like, what's the guy's name? Scream! Scream it if you know it. His name. Oh, okay. Zach. Bliss and Zach. Now, that was another one that was up in the air for me because I wasn't sure was he going to... Um, I didn't think she, I didn't know she was going to say yes, you know? But they did, you know? Uh, even the, her dad got emotional. You know, her dad got really emotional. And I was just... I, I want to talk about the dads, too, because this is, this is kind of funny. But her dad was, like, all emotional, and I was shocked because he was so tough with him. At, you know, I don't know if it was because of the wedding. You know how people get a little soft when it comes to the wedding. But maybe he realized, like, maybe this is, you know, whatever makes his daughter happy as long as he's treating her right, you know. So I noticed the stepmother wasn't there. So I was wondering what was that about. But also... Or maybe she was there. They just didn't show her on camera. But they made sure they showed Paul's stepmom on camera. <laughs> Paul's mother is very beautiful. 
Uh, but uh, they made sure they showed Paul's stepmom on uh, camera. <laughs> but anywho, she just reminded me of uh, Stacy's mom has got it going on. <laughs> let me stop. Let me stop. All right. And then um, who else? Oh, 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 Brett Dad is just a comedian. He's a comedian. He's just so funny. And um, Tiffany Dad, he's like, he gives you the straight face like a sergeant. And his face during the, uh, I don't know, was he just trying to hold back his emotions? But it was just like, yeah. Like, you know, like, you better treat my daughter right. Or you know what's going on. I think he, I think he was trying to hold back his emotions because every time they put the camera on his face, it was just like he was like, yeah, like you try it, <laughs> or is this bullshit? This might not be bullshit. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was funny. The dads were funny this season. I like to see. I like that we got to see fathers and you know I also like to see that you know it was more diversified this time around and um was good it was good um what else did I want to talk about but yeah so if you haven't watched it catch up on it and then the reunion is tomorrow um yeah let's move on so (laughs) So, like, I don't know if y'all been noticing, but lately they they got all these um, Instagram, uh, like, uh, socialites and um, YouTubers and, you know, influencers. You know, I should say influencers. I shouldn't say that. Influencers, I guess, to the culture. Uh, black influencers coming out uh, saying to get on BLK dating that uh, <laughs> website. And I'm just like, every time I turn around, it just keeps popping on my TV. And I'm like, what is it? Do you want me really to do this? And I said, no, 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 because I don't like dating apps, you know. Um, I don't like really too many internet trying to talk to me, base things. I'm always up in arms about it. I think everybody who's in my DM is catfish or just full of shit. Like, I just don't trust nobody on the internet. I don't trust people in person, but at least I know who I'm talking to. Like, I could get the vibe. But, like, something about the internet, I'm not sure. Like, it's a particular person that stays in my DM, and I just know he is not who he is. And I just feel it. And I could be wrong because I just don't trust stuff. But, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. I don't know. I just I just let it be. You know, I just be out in these streets because <laughs> I say it like that. I'm just out. I'm just doing me. Um, But, yeah, it's just really weird. But dating, I was just thinking... I don't want someone to be obsessed with me because obsession to me is what you can say is like when you're obsessed with something, it's like to me, this is just my personal experience. 
it's like, oh, you know, it's a control factor that comes along. It's insecurities that comes along. It's like I have to control the situation. Um, I don't want you to be obsessed with me. Now, you can like me a lot. You can care about me. You can um, even love me. And love to me is not obsessive, you know? Um, and I think sometimes we get get it confused because we're like, oh my gosh, he's so into me. But we're like missing some red flags there. For instance, it's like, I believe when I'm in a relationship or dating to talking to someone seriously, um, I think we should be our own individual, have our individuality, have our space, have times, have our friend, our own friends, have our own hobbies, you know, and sometimes, you know, with certain when I was in a relationship, that was kind of hard because he didn't have friends like that. Um, but it was odd because when we first started talking, he would hang out with his cousins and stuff like that. So I'm like, all of a sudden, I mean, well, I guess some shit did go down, but I didn't realize him not really having friends. He kind of clutched on to my friends and my family. And I don't have a problem with it, but I did notice that it was just like a constant thing. Like he wanted to be around them more than I did. Like, and I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? But I, I have learned, like, I really would like, like, you don't even have to have friends, but like have a hobby, like that you like to do, have things that you like to do, because it starts to get to the point where I just don't like hoveriness a lot of times. I like a little space in between. You know, I like to know that my man is out and doing him. And and I don't, because my thing, if I can't trust you, I'm not going to be with you. So if my man is out here, his thing is going out here dating another woman, then obviously I'm not going to be with someone like that. And if you feel that way, you better be wrapping it up when you if you still have a sexual relationship with him because you're not sure what the fuck he's doing okay but what I mean is I want I would like to have a man that does things like he got his own shit going on you know and when we link up we are have we're so it's like so such a turn on to me I like that. Like, I like to know when he's out, he's having fun with his friends, and he come back to me. That's such a a turn on, because it's like, I know you was thinking about me, baby. You know, and and vice versa. Like, you know, when I'm out with my girls, having a good time, and knowing, like, I'm going to see my man soon. Like, that, that's so cool to me. But it's like, if we're always together... It's like, uh, so getting back to obsession. So, and then another incident when I was in a relationship, these are different relationships and different times of my life. Uh, when I was having a girl's night, <laughs> my goodness, um, one of my friends, you know, um, uh, she's, she's an angel now. Um, 
came over. We supposed to be having girls night. We gonna get our nails done, eat Chinese food. We was hanging out, right? And uh, my boyfriend at the time had a brother. So my boyfriend, when I'm telling, the boy didn't trust me, number one. So it was like, when I'm telling him, no, my friend is coming over. We're going to have fun. You know, I just want to hang out. Because he was one of those type, too. Like, even though he had his shit going on, he was like, no, I got to know her every move, you know. And, um, and I thought it was cute at first because I didn't understand. You know, I had some insecurities with myself. I didn't understand uh, I had to mature and understand like what this was really about. Uh, so we're young. So um, yeah. So she somehow I told him like I was like oh you know I talked to him a little bit and then I let it be. I didn't know that her brother, his brother, and her got on the phone and planned. Oh, uh, like let's go, let's see each other, you know. And <laughs> next thing you know, my boyfriend was down. My ex was down for that. He was like, yeah, because I need to see what the fuck she doing. Anyway, hey, I'm knocking on the door. I'm like, oh, no, you didn't. And he coming all in the house looking all around like, all right, I thought you said you was having a girl's night. Where are your friends, you know? Because she wouldn't come down the stairs, of course, after she on told this guy to come over. Oh. I was just so upset. I was like, girl, don't do that. And he was just, so it was to the point where he wasn't even believing me. He was thinking like I had someone hiding upstairs in the room. Like, yo, where's she at? Where's she at? You know, so his mind starts to ramble and he starts to go into this whole like, oh, really? You really having a girl's, you know, but and see, that's the thing, you know, it's like, I don't want a man to be like, like you check on me like, hey, what's up? FaceTime me, whatever. You out having fun? All right, I'll talk to you soon. But when you check on me, like I'm out with my friends and all of a sudden you just showed up to me. That's 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 not cute. <laughs> it's like. What's you don't what is what's what's up? Now I can see if it's coincidence, cause I might go to a spot that you like and you show up there with your friends. Sometimes that can happen, but not like come on now, come on, come on. Um, but it's just like yeah, the obsessionness and then the insecurities that that really scares me. I don't like it, uh, and. It, it, it makes, it pushes me away. It does. Because uh, if y'all had never been stalked before, <laughs> it, it's not funny and it's not fun. I've been stalked, stalked about two times, seriously. And that's, and I had to go, we had to go through a court process and everything. it was really bad. It wasn't, and I was so much younger. So it really has some, it, I had some issues with it. And then also, I don't want to sound, I know there's some men out here that don't understand them, their selves. And also, that's another thing. Obsession, you haven't healed yet. If you are that obsessed over a person, and I'm not talking about just watching like their social media, like that can be a little weird if you all the time on there. But, like, your actions with it and, you know, things that you may do 
that comes into play with it, then that's another level. Um, but like, if you haven't healed yet, I suggest you shouldn't get in a relationship. Like I had to do the work, you know, I had to heal to know like me, to understand me, to accept who I am as a person. So I'm not going to want to be with someone who hasn't really healed themselves from certain like things like that. Like, you know, you don't trust, you don't, you know, I'm, it's just, if I'm, if I'm saying I'm with you, I'm with you. Now, when it comes to this whole dating aspect, when I'm feeling a guy, I'm just feeling him. I'm not a, I'm not saying, I'm not going to be like, oh, he's not talking to other girls because we haven't even established that we're exclusive. So I don't have to date, date or talk to a lot of guys personally because number one that's fucking confusing and that's time consuming I got a freaking dog I'm raising okay I can't be doing that shit okay and then I'm raising myself too so I got a lot of shit I'm doing so and I'm working okay so I can't be doing all that but um, if he's out here and he's deciding he, you know, he's still exploring and talking to other women, that's fine, you know. But once we say, okay, I'm only talking to you and you're only talking to me, then then that's when another conversation will come about, and you know, maybe we'll move from there. But I don't assume a lot of shit, you know. I just don't because. At the end of the day, it's just like, if you're not telling me, you're showing me, I'm not assuming anything, you know. Um, so, yeah, so I, I really want to state, like, the obsession part is really scary. Like, I don't want a obsession <laughs> relationship. I would like someone that I know care for me, that I know actually do love who I am and just as much as I love who they are, I I would like that a caring relationship, a sensible relationship. But when you have to obsess on the person's every move, like pinning a tracker or whatever, it's okay to share locations because nowadays you do want to do that because so much shit is happening. So I wouldn't mind sharing my location with my man because if something was to happen to me, he can't tell nobody where the fuck to find me. He can't find me. He don't know what the hell's going on. So that's a different type of level. But if I'm sharing your loca- my location just so you can pop up and stalk me, then that's an issue. Okay? That is an issue. <laughs> you know, so I, I just want to make it clear that, you know, um, when dating, I I don't want the obsession. Um and a lot of times as women, we, if, if you grew up kind of like in a single parent home, like my mom practically raised me, you know, and my dad was in and out. And, um, so sometimes you're, you're lacking that male role model. So you don't, you want love from somewhere. And then when, depending on the relationship you have with your dad, if it's not that type of love, so you're lacking 
the understanding of what a relationship, how a man is supposed to treat you, what you're supposed to accept, your boundaries. So there's a lot of things in my past that I accept. My boundaries was much lower. Um, so now that I'm older and I realize, like, no, I'm a, I'm good. I don't need that type of, that's not love to me. You're not even loving yourself at the end of the day. And that's why I said, first thing first, when I meet a man... I'm going to ask about your healing because I want to know your healing process. How, what are you, the things you've been through, what are you going through now? How are you feeling about that? You know, like, what do you feel? Like, how is your boundaries level? You know, do you have friends? <laughs> do you have a hobby? Because you don't even got to have friends. Like, as long as you can consume yourself with other things or understand your individuality and ha- know how to have your personal space too. That's great with me. Cause you know, it was a time where I would get so, I guess that would be my insecurities and my obsession because it can't just be one-sided. I was insecure and had my own little obsessions when I got with someone young, when I was younger and I, I would just want to be around them. You know, I just want to be around them. And it's just like, you know, you got to catch up. You got to get up for ear and you have to still learn that you're an individual and you still have things that you need to work on and and do that you like. You know, Um, don't when you feel like I tell a guy, if you feel like you are consumed with me, nothing else, you're losing yourself with me, then I suggest you take a couple of 18 steps back. Okay, because it's not going to work because you should not feel like you're losing yourself with me. I don't want you to lose yourself. I want you to gain more consciousness. I want you to understand who you are as a man. I want you to go through what you need to go through. I don't want you to lose you so wrapped up into what I am and doing. You know, it's different from supportive, like a supportive man is like, He's going to be there for you. He's going to, you know, listen and care. But when you are losing yourself, you can't even think straight. You can't even see the next goal or the next step or whatever because you're too consumed about the shit that's with me. Then that's an issue to me, you know, because I don't want you to lose yourself. (laughs) I want you to be able to understand yourself the best way you can. And um, I'll support that, but I don't want no one to lose themselves when it comes to me, okay? Because I had lost myself when it came to a guy before who hasn't, you know? Maybe some people haven't, but I have been through that experience. And that's why I'm glad I'm at this, this space in my life where I'm so able to think, like, all this time that I needed alone made me understand who the hell I am. And sometimes you'd be like, God, why things is just going this way? It's a reason God places you in a certain situation, a position where you is removing all the distractions from your life for you to understand who you are, even through a grieving process. You know, to open your eyes a little bit wider, to humble you, to make you understand like you need to heal before you even bring anybody else in here. 
you know, and that was very important to me. So when I'm out here and I'm talking to a man, I want to know if he's healed or is he working on his healing journey? Is he okay with being vulnerable? Because that's a big thing. A lot of men are not able to show that side because it's been in society that is so wrong to show your vulnerability, your sensitivity, you know, it's like they're going to label you, you know, and it's just like, no. And, um, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to come on and talk about that because I think that was something that I needed to get off my chest because, um, it used to be so hard for me to really be have a clear thought of what I want, like what would be a good first step when it comes to getting to know someone. Because I used to be, I'm so open, I'm so optimistic, I'm so, but it's like, yeah, I'm still open, but I don't like definitely don't want the obsession. I want someone that is healed. You don't have to be completely healed, but you have to be healed in certain aspects. You have to be mature enough to um, realize some shit, okay, before, you know, because nobody's fucking perfect, okay? So I don't want to come on here and say I'm looking for the perfect man because it's not out here. (laughs) I'm, you know, I'm a flawed human and I'm pretty sure whoever I had end up with is a flawed human. But the the most important thing is we are working on it. We are able to admit it. We are able to listen to each other. We have, we are healing. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's a big difference. But um, yeah, I'm not going to hold y'all too long, but I did want to come on here and let y'all talk to y'all for a minute about some of the things that's been on my mind uh with this podcast um I get so many minutes and then um they're about to cut you off but uh yeah so thanks for tuning in I I may get back on here tomorrow I may not but I'll talk to you soon stay safe out here peace out Hey, what's up? And welcome back to another episode of Your So Random Tosh Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope <laughs> hope all is well with you. You know, hope you're maintaining Happy 420. You know, if you indulge in those activities, uh, be careful. Um, I would suggest if you have a dispensary, go to the dispensary and find out what's will be best for you. Uh, Be careful about buying it off the streets. Uh, We have some evil people or just people who don't think that like to lace things that doesn't sit well with me. So um, just be careful out there. Me personally, you know, I think it's best to go to the dispensary. Yes, it's a little more expensive probably, But uh, I think it's a little safer. So do you. Happy 420. 
everybody. <laughs> I came on here because I was just watching the news. <laughs> I never even heard of this place called Trestletown, Pennsylvania. And uh, some weird shit is happening out there at the giant grocery stores, okay? So it was an employee there that decided it was a good idea to stick needles and tasty cake products and frozen goods. Now, this is not funny, but this is just weird, you know? In that type of town, I never heard of it, so weird things probably does go down. (laughs) I mean, weird stuff happens everywhere. But when you think about it, it's just like... What? So be careful, everyone, no matter where you go. Um, I'm so lazy now. I love doing the, the app and having the groceries picked out for me, and then I'll just go pick it up. But even with that, I always check. I wash, you know, rinse, rinse your food and your meats, people. Uh, it's very important, okay? Um... Now, when it comes to produce, maybe you might want to be the one to go get it because sometimes people don't know how to pick the best produce for you. Um, So I said certain things you should have to do yourself. Now, that might be the control freak in me, but, you know, (laughs) do what best fits you. Um, But, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's something. Uh, also, congratulations, 76ers, on your win. Hopefully today in Brooklyn, you have the same uh, game plan or even better, you know. And I wish you the best. You know, we can bring this thing, close this thing in. You know, this will be the third game. So let's go Sixers. Um, I think the Phillies play today or do they play tomorrow? Go Phillies. <laughs> I know the draft is here, NFL draft, so potentially, we I think we got two spots. So hopefully, you know, we get a good good a good couple of players added to our roster. Um, happy Autism Awareness Month. I'm sorry I didn't say that earlier. Uh, it's something that is dear to my heart. And... I find it that, you know, we sometimes it gets overlooked and it's very important because it's a part of us and um, we should celebrate it, okay? Also, it should be more education on it, you know, because sometimes people don't always know, you know, Because autism can come in many forms, and that's the education part of it, you know. Uh, So we need to make ourselves more aware and do better. Okay. (laughs) All right. Um, Earth Day is coming. So happy Earth Day. Um, but yeah, I wanted to <laughs> talk about some stuff. So everybody's up in arms about the blue check. Oh my goodness, the blue check, the blue check. I never saw so many opinions on it. Of course, I'm going to give mine. Who really cares? You know, now they have it where all of us can get blue checks. 
if you pay that lovely subscription fee, I think Instagram's at $14.99 and Twitter is $84 a year. And the celebrities who care are up in arms about it. Like, I worked so hard. I played publicist $10,000 to get this recognition. And y'all tell me that somebody who works a nine to five can get on here and get a blue check like me. Okay, well, put a plus by your check. Can they put a plus by the celebrity check? (laughs) I think this is the most narcissistic (laughs) way of thinking. Like, blue checks, who really cares about them? Everybody's a star in my eyes, you know? Like, who cares about a blue check, (laughs) you know? Um, yes, do we get excited sometimes if a celebrity interact with us? Yeah, because maybe you like that celebrity. But we all human at the end of the day. I mean, hey, I don't see the big deal. A lot of people, I personally would get a blue check because I got, well, even if I had a lot of followers, what I got? 1,100 followers on Instagram. Like, what would a blue check do for me, really? You know? Now, maybe if you have, like, a business or you want your business out there a little bit more, maybe having the blue check, uh, it would generate people to come more to your page and buy your products. Now, I could see it in that aspect, but at the end of the day, it's like... Who really cares about a blue check? (laughs) And why are people... Okay, and I also get it. You have scammers. But they said they have a a tool there where they could, you know, they could kind of distinguish the scammers from the real people. And also, for us regular smuggler folks, if we were to get a blue check... You could just tap on it and that that would tell you that this person purchased this blue check too. But I'm like, I don't know. I never saw... Now, all the people who say they don't like the internet and they was the internet. Some of those people are complaining about their blue check. And I'm just like... Oh, my goodness. You know, back in the day, we didn't have all this stuff. Like, you know, you go to the concerts, you go to the show, you see the movies, and everybody kind of lived their life. The only people that were running around were the paparazzis that, you know, a lot of us would have to get magazines or something. Or, you know, nobody wasn't really caring as much as they do today. And I get it. It's a technology world. If you want to be known... You got to put yourself out there on the, on, on, on the internet, you know, but I think we're losing ourselves when it comes to this blue check, you know, um, if regular people want to pay, and I'm going to stop saying regular people, people who are not so much in the public eye want to pay $14.99 a month, who are we to say, oh, why you want to do that? Whatever makes you happy, because a lot of times people do it for validation more than anything. You know, the validation is gone. I'm so up here and nobody's higher than the Lord. So this has made a lot of people probably humble themselves more so than ever, you know, because everybody get it. But and that's just like the Internet. Anybody can get on the Internet and become 
very viral and known and get a whole bunch of followers and, and jobs be- just because they generated a, a a follow, you know? So it's just like, I just think it depends on the individual. If you want to get a blue check so bad, get one, you know? Me, but all of it, all it is is capitalism for Instagram because you got to think about it. If you get on Instagram now, it's like they want you to, they all they show you is ads to buy stuff or it's not entertaining, it's not fun, it's not uh, always interesting. Maybe once in a while, depending on who you follow, they may keep it afloat, you know. But other than that, it's not really that big of a deal to me personally. And that's with a lot of platforms. Like, I don't know if it's because I be I became older and, you know, don't really follow too much. Um, but it's a personal thing, I think. If, if you're into that, then do what's best for you. You know, if you have 500 followers and you want a blue check, do you boo? But it's all capitalism. Like, Instagram want their money. You know, so they're going to charge people $14.99 a month. Now, imagine all the people paying $14.99 a month. Instagram going to be racking it up because they know what drives and thrives people to want that validation. Want to be known, you know. A lot of times is uh, they play on their insecurities, you know. Um, we never was this hell been to be so popular you know uh but it's just like don't get caught up in the hype but if you do decide to purchase it do what's best for you me i'm keeping my 14.99 for some seafood (laughs) you know i'm i'm keeping my 14.99 okay it's not that important uh, especially, and I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but like when you're able to meet celebrities or you get celebrity maybe once in a while in your DM or, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, okay. You know, like, I don't know what what's the big deal. Like celebrities are in the public eyes, but they're human. I don't get it. I'm lost. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like everybody should be given the same opportunity. So that's why I don't mind what Instagram calls themselves doing. A lot of people might find it toxic or polarizing. But, hey, that's what it is right now. Twitter's doing it. People are having a fit. And I guess those who paid a lot of money to get their stuff out there to get the check are the ones that are probably more so up in arms about it because they feel like, ah, what the heck did I pay the publicist for to push me out here to get the blue check? And now all that money is wasted. (laughs) But to me, I feel like if you love what you do, then don't worry about a blue check because people already know you. So that's why I'm trying to figure out, you know, why are the people that are upset about the check 
so upset. Like, you know, I admire people who don't have social media. Like, and there's so many, I guess, quote unquote, famous people that don't have social media. And I, and they still make movies and people still know who they are. It's just, it's just so weird. I think we just need to catch a grip of reality, people. It's like, who cares if you have a blue check or not? Who are you as a person? You know? And then and then it's such a hypocritical thing because it's like, treat me like a human. So do you want to be treated like a human or is treated like you on a pedestal? Bow down, pleasants. Pleasants, bow down. So I'm confused. Like, it's very contradicting, you know? Treat you like a human? So treating you like a human is making you like everyone else who has the opportunity to get a check. <laughs> you know, Instagram gonna keep coming with some stuff. And the reels, like, reels now, uh, the guy, Mark, guy that owns Facebook, Instagram, he's duck talking about taking that away because it's not generating enough money, okay? And do you understand how they're playing on the human's mind, you know? Um, I thought this was a platform in the beginning when he built it was to reconnect with friends or people that you haven't seen. How did it come from being so wholesome to, oh, this is not generating enough equity, enough money for me to even keep it going? (sighs) I'm not a business expert. I'm not into marketing. But I'm just saying, morally, it went from one thing to this, you know? And, uh... I don't know. I enjoy getting on it once in a while. Um, I don't make it my whole entire life. And I suggest others don't make it their whole entire life unless that's their job. And I still think you should take a break. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my opinion on the whole blue check thing. <laughs> if you got one, more power to you. All right. Don't miss those $14.99 payments because they may mess up your credit. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, so let's move on to another topic, y'all. Uh, <laughs> um, my dog loves being outside. She realized it was a little too hot, <clears throat> excuse me, to be out there. And we came back in, you know. Um, now she's enjoying her bone. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm trying to do housework and y'all, I'm just a little tired. Like, you know, I'm just a little exhausted right now. Like I just don't, I keep pushing myself to, to do things around the house, but I'm just tired. You know, did y'all ever have one of those days where you're just like, so tired and you keep trying to do things but it's just like every time you sit down you're like oh I can just take a little nap right now oh my goodness (laughs) that's how I feel that's how I feel (coughs) um uh yeah so oh 
Now, we talked about Love is Blind, the reunion we finally got to see. And also, I want to talk about Ready for Love. So, I want to talk about two shows that came on that I, I got to see. So, the reunion for Love is Blind, <sighs> Nick Lachey and uh, Vanessa, I don't know, was it because a whole bunch of stuff happened and she just got a little thrown off, but something wasn't quite right. And I know they have editing, and I just feel like the questioning and the behavior was a little different. And who knows? And a lot of people were up an air too about because she was just saying, have babies, have babies, have babies, have babies. And I'm going to say like this. Um, in my era, in the 90s, and, you know, even before that, uh, I grew up where I always heard people, I, I guess it's just a thing, you know, people always ask couples and married people, when are you going to have babies? You know, not thinking like, okay, maybe this person is, has a struggle with having babies, maybe this person doesn't want babies, You don't know everybody's journey. And now that we're living in this time, you know, it's a very sensitive topic with so many people having their um, decisions whether or not they're going to have babies or not, or not able to. Um, So a lot of people were very, like, up in arms about it. And I understand because you don't know people's journeys. And that's, like, the number one, a lot of times, question and it can be very invasive, but how I grew up, that's what I used to hear. I even said it sometimes to my friends that got married or been together, not thinking like, okay, this is very invasive. Just because a person is together doesn't mean they just should be producing, but that's just how things were, you know? That's what the, you know, was taught, like human nature, like you get together, you have babies, you know? Um, but that's not everybody's thought process. And also, you don't know the struggles people go through. And I don't think it's always meant in malicious ways. But I think Tiffany answered it pretty well when Vanessa just kept going on. Like, yeah, I have a baby. And maybe something behind that with Vanessa and Nick. Because she did mention she would like to have another baby. Maybe it was more so about her, you know, uh, her personal feelings on having a baby. And it just got, like, got tangled in her pressuring and asking the couples, you know. And it's just like, a lot of times people want to enjoy themselves. They, they're not thinking about having babies. Like, if it come, maybe, you know, sometimes people don't want to have babies. I mean, my whole opinion now about having babies is totally different than what it was before. Like, I thought I wanted to have a house full of children, like maybe two or three, but not a lot, but my situation is totally different now. I'm a single woman. I have a dog that I consider my child. <laughs> I really think I birthed her. But 
I don't think I want kids right at this moment. Now, if I met someone who had kids and we got serious and we married, then I don't mind being a, a um, bonus mom to that person with children. Uh, for And then it was a perspective not maybe not wanting to date somebody who have children. Now, I guess because I'm older, a lot of people I meet sometimes do have children. So... I had to take in a lot of factors. Now, am I totally against having babies? No, but I don't see that in my future as of now, having babies. But if I did meet someone who had children, I wouldn't mind being a bonus mom, you know, to that person and their children, if that was allowed. Because you don't know everybody's situation, you know. Um, But... And I know a lot of couples who decide like, no, I don't, I don't think that's our life. I think I'd rather enjoy you, our company, travel, do a whole bunch of stuff together. I don't think I want to have children. People have to respect that. And there's people who have struggled with having babies and their journeys. So you want to be mindful of that. And so I can see it on both ends. Like sometimes we're so used to saying these things and but it's like a lot of times people don't know people journeys. People do not know like the things you might have been to. Maybe you cannot have children, you know? Or maybe you want to adopt. You never know. Or maybe you want to get a surrogate, but that's not everybody's business. Like you don't have to sit down with people and tell them that, you know? Uh, so I, I, I get it. And then, like, the questioning and not really letting people talk. And then, like, I don't even know what the whole segment was about with her. Jackie, Vanessa, and, and Josh. I, that was just very weird. I'm like, okay. But I think she was just trying to be neutral. But then she wasn't being neutral on some other ends. You know, when it came to questioning Marshall and other things. And I'm just like, we're going we're going all over the place right now, Vanessa. Maybe she had a few. I don't want to say that. But I don't know. Everybody, I don't know. I don't know. But I just thought it was a little odd. <laughs> a little odd. And it wasn't the best reunion. I mean, I don't I didn't I didn't want drama, but I, I wonder a lot of people who watched it wanted drama. I didn't I don't I didn't want that. I just wanted people to get their story out on how they felt about seeing the show and the experience. But I felt like we just didn't get that. We didn't get everybody's experience on Love is Blonde. Like Marshall kind of shut down because I guess he was feeling the vibe like uh I if I say this, I'm gonna, you know, so I'm just gonna let it be. So everything was just not expected, and I was a little disappointed. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I was a little disappointed on Love Is Blind reunion. Now moving on to Ready for Love, I wasn't disappointed in that one. Ooh, a twist of turning of a situation, a situationship, and a lot of things went down at the reunion, and that was only part one. So. We know Jeffrey chose Andre. Andre chose Jeffrey. So I'm thinking like, okay, this is going to work. She said, my biblical husband. 
all of a sudden at the reunion, it was not anything biblical. <laughs> she was mad at him. She said she hasn't seen him. He said he had a problem because she can't explain about her children to the father because she has children by two men and they're not in the children life and I guess she explained best way she can explain and I think he fell some type of way because he's like both of them and I think that's a little judgmental and like she felt like that was his excuse to not like be with her the way he said he wanted to be with her so I was really shocked about that not really working out you know and then, <laughs> blue, 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 what is going on there? The nice guy, blue, not saying that he's not a nice guy, but he has an eye for a couple of women. Okay, so one of the young ladies that um, was eliminated he was still, he told her was, you know, I'm going to talk to you because, you know, I want to date you, you know? And she thought that was odd because she was like, well, why didn't you keep me on, vote for me? And she thinks that the reason he didn't do that because he wanted her all to himself and he was just looking. So he dated her and next thing you know, he dated this other girl. I can't remember all the names. And then he's dated somebody that's supposed to be official from last season of, her name is Kayla, from last season of, of, of um, Ready for Love. And the girl was like, well, how long? Because he just was on the phone with me. And this is really odd. So he must have had a deep discussion about them being together, but she wouldn't blast them. But the cameras were still on them behind the scenes. And he noticed the camera. That's why he got up like, oh, but get out of here. I'm about to tell everything, you know. And I'm just like, Blue, what is going on? So that's going to be quite interesting in these coming months. I don't think Kayla and his thing made like I don't know I don't know then we get to uh Tony and um what was the other lady name I, I you know you know y'all you know I always have issues with remembering people names oh I tell ya y'all know I gotta look it up Ready for love. Now, any... Ready for love. Uh, cast. Uh, we're going to talk about... <clears throat> um... Morgan. Okay, so Tony, Morgan, Marcia, um, Natasha, uh, 
and Lyndon. Lyndon? Lyndon? I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Landon? I don't... I'm sorry. Well, yeah. So, Landon, uh, Morgan, and Tony. Okay. Craziness. Okay. Um, Tony... His... Why... Why Morgan liked Tony is because of his aggressiveness... He got that New York swag, and he makes you, I get it, I get it. He makes you, like, like he'll, he the type to run ass for you and be like, what's up? Like, we gonna talk, you know, we, look, what can we try to do a New York accent? This is so funny. We gonna talk, ma, you know what I'm saying? No, that's not how it goes. How you gonna do a New York accent? Let me see. Let me see. Oh, I can't do it, but, you know, you, you know, B, you know. We gonna talk. I mean, like, why are you doing that? You know, like, yeah. You know, I can see it. I can see the turn on by that. Lyndon is just a a really nice guy, and um, you know, he's gonna present himself to the ladies, but two different ways. Lyndon is from Jamaica, and you know. And I'm talking about them Jamaican men, them Caribbean men. Ooh, I sound like a perv. Sorry, y'all. But anywho, two different guys. And, of course, Morgan went with Tony. But Tony has some things going on, you know. And he might do, I think we all need therapy at the end of the day. But, um, hey, hey, excuse me, ma'am. Excuse me, ma'am. 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 Me- Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> you know, puppies are just like children. If you don't give them that attention, they start doing stuff. Now, she's bored of the bone. But hold on, y'all. So, listen. Tony, when Natasha was eliminated, Tony supposedly had sexual relations with it was just one one I don't know one time thing whatever so he hooked up with her and Morgan knew about that in the midst of the shows but Tommy didn't know he was like wait a minute y'all talking y'all not supposed to be talking once the person is eliminated that's the rules you're breaking the rules right and so she's gonna come on next time you know the next part of the reunion and talk about that. And then um, Landon spelled the beans when they went to that retreat and was like, hey, you told me, Tony, if Marcia was still here, you could have Morgan. And he was like, I did say it, but you threw me under the bus, yo. Why you threw me under the bus? I mean, you broke the bro code. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, Linda was like, what? What are you talking about, mom? <laughs> Anywho, but like, <laughs> oh my God, this is, this is drama. I don't want to be a part of it, but I can't stop looking. But anywho, so they were, so they were like going back and forth with that and Morgan felt horrible and she was very emotional because she was just like, I just can't believe 
Tony makes me feel one way and then he does something else and I'm just so freaking confused and Lyndon is so nice to me and I just wish he was older because he's not ready yet but he's so nice and I wish I was the same age as Lyndon and so anywho let me <laughs> but anywho Morgan did cho- choose Tony and Tony is definitely right. It is somewhat a toxic situation um, because they have a lot of passion for each other. But Tony got to get some things together with himself. Hold on one second, y'all. Not nice. Here. And why do you have that in your mouth? Um... Sorry, y'all. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Why does it feel like your knees are about to cave in? Lord, I got to get to the gym. Got to work on my squats, y'all. And, um... Oh, goodness. This is crazy. (laughs) Oh, boy. Boy, boy, boy. But yeah, so anywho, they got a lot going on. They got a lot going on. Cause that how he was so close up on Marcia, I was thinking they were together. But at the end, oh I meant to tell y'all at the finale, Morgan didn't pick Tony. But they wind up dating again. And she said, Tony's a monster. I said, damn. Well, what the hell did Tony do? I know he could be aggressive. The way he all, how he act. And see, the thing with women, for some of us, we kind of like that. Not like gripping up or anything. We kind of like how man acts when he wants to be with us. Like he really shows it. But then... It was like a Jack Hyde experience almost. So I have no clue. But I wish them the best. I can't wait to see part two of the reunion. I think it comes on tomorrow. So um, that was very interesting. Ready for love. <laughs> Y'all, I'm telling you, these shows be getting me. I'm like, wow. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Let me tell you, I was out with my doggie. My doggie gonna make me get a boyfriend. It was this fine man walking uh, his sister, little dog. And we got to talking. I was like, mm, mm, mm. He's fine. But he's too close for comfort. You know, you really can't date people that live directly in your neighborhood. I mean, some people do. But for me, I don't know. It's not that I would be, like, trying to have other people over. But I don't know. I just think it's a little weird. (laughs) I think even dating people you work with is weird. (laughs) I don't know. I gave it up to husbands and wives that work together. Like, you know, hey, do your thing. But what do y'all talk about when you get home? You already know you was with me the whole day. <laughs> that probably a quiet dinner. Maybe that's how they like it. Who knows? But anyhow, y'all got to catch up on 
ready for love. Because that's, that's where it was at yesterday for me. That is exactly where it was at. And I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, but it was a lot of a lot of situationships going on. I can't wait to hear about Mark Anthony and Mercedes. You know, um, who else is who else? Oh, Blake and uh, Blake and <laughs> Advocate Sue is together. Sue is so cute to me. Um. Oh, I want to hear about Anthony and who else? Oh, Cynthia. I'm not sure what's going on with them because that body language was a mess. <laughs> Cynthia had her whole body turned a different way. Um, Mark Anthony and Mercedes, I can't wait to hear about them. And a the young lady that got eliminated that Blue kept trying to talk to, her name is Janique. And then... <laughs> Fabrice, <laughs> Fabrice, you know what, culturally, I think with Fabrice, like he's, he, I think he was from Paris or he lived in Paris and culturally sexual talk and very sexual probably is a part of the culture. And a lot of times the women felt uncomfortable, I guess, with him because they were looking more so at his age and and to me, I'm like, he's funny. I mean, I don't think he was that inappropriate because the things they were doing was, if we want to talk, was kind of sexual too. So he just was talking. And I think they just wanted to find an excuse to send him home. But <laughs> I don't know. He made me laugh. I don't know. <laughs> he cracked me up. But, you know, to each his own. But I think I'm going to end the podcast right now because I got to go out again, do another round, walk in with my dog because she acts like she can't go. Uh, She wants to go out. She's so smart, y'all. Like, she tricks me all the time, and I just let it be. Sometimes I just give in. You know, you just can't help it. They're so cute. You just be like, okay, I just want to make you happy. But anywho, thanks for tuning in, and we're going to catch up again for part two of Ready for Love and whatever else is going on in the world. But thanks. Stay safe. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. All right. Peace out.